Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo podcast. Now, back for another week. Thank you so much to all the podcasters out there that are click and download. Listen, there's no reason for you guys to be tuning in whatsoever because this is average as shit, but thank you very much for doing so. Well, speak for yourself, mate, because I'm hearing <laughs> over 500 clicks if you don't 500. mind. Well, this is ridiculous, okay? So let's paint a little picture about what's going on. We've got big, massive shows around the country mm. uh, associated with SEA, mm. and this little oily ragger <laughs> is just outside the top 30. We're the little engine that could. <laughs> Even try, like uh, this is why I think it's a mistake. What? I think it's some sort of accident. Yeah. Unless Tommy, our producer, mm. good morning, Tom. Hello, Loz. Unless Hello, you actually Tommy. are doing some work or something. Mm. Or... Working very hard behind the scenes. Uh, are like, you? Like our boss, Matty exactly O'Reilly, right. doesn't even know this is going to air. No, I no. said to him, he said, What are you doing? What are you doing here? I said, I'm recording the podcast. He's like, Podcast what? <laughs> said Loz and Tom, and he's like, Is that happening? It's <laughs> still going. I said, Mate, we're nearly in the top 30. <laughs> oh, that's good. He'll take credit. As soon as we crack oh, it, yeah. 30, he'll be like, oh, we've put together oh. a podcast. Yeah. It's actually doing very Grats well. Grats oh. with the team. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It oh. us absolutely nothing. I recruited uh, them a couple of years ago. I actually always knew they'd be in the top 30. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a whole heap of fun today, Loz. What do we got on the show? We're talking about two types of people in the world, if you don't mind. Yes, I feel like it's a simplistic, polarised way to look at the world, to separate people into two categories, but I feel like you often fall into one or the other. Mm. I'm not going to say what it is yet, but we've got a few examples, yep. don't we? Yeah, 100%. And everyone does this. You're either one or the other. Yeah. You, you can't go sort of foot in each camp sort of style. Nah, you can't straddle. And Tommy, you've struggled this week in terms of the email, correct? I had a bit of a disaster <laughs> yesterday that I'm still recovering from. Oh, you know when you click send and you hear the whoosh? Oh. Whoosh. And then you know what you've done and you've sent someone the wrong thing or you've accidentally CC'd You should someone. be able to unsend well, you an know email. That there's I, a very brief period where you can. Which I wasn't aware of. And you can. If only I was at that oh, time. Oh, Tommy. Hang on. How do I had do people that? in the office saying, unsend. 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 Because when the you period... send it, it, right at the bottom, it comes yeah. up and it sort of says, unsend. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But that's on your phone, though, not on your laptop. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. You're true. stuffed if it's on and the top. And that was on my laptop. Yeah, well, yeah, Loz yeah. only uses their phone for emails because right. every, every sign off. Sent from my iPhone. Yeah, it's unprofessional, isn't it? <laughs> as professional as you get, old O'Callaghan. I'll sign my, like, work contracts <laughs> and it'll say sent from my iPhone. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Righto, let's do it. Laws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. I was in the lounge room with my housemate the other day and she was a bit bummed out because she'd just gotten some um, red Joe fines because oh, she'd yeah. went through the cameras on oh, the yeah. highway. Mm, and the um because you only really get done for Reggio if you go through those cameras. Correct. Yeah. And there's a, and she just happened to need to go up to the hills for some random reason. Just at like Crafers, I reckon they yes. are. There used to be a little loophole, Loz, that they? They, that you could get off before and then get back on the freeway. But just boy, register did, your car. Yeah, that's the that's the easy <laughs> way around. Stop it. it. Yeah, you're going around the devil's elbow. Wow. <laughs> Or In just, an unregistered vehicle, the likelihood of accident, you have to remortgage your house to pay for the damage. Anyway, so she was, it was one day out or something crazy yeah. and she said, this is what, she goes, I've got to stop doing the three-month rego. Mm. She goes, I've got to move in. I've got to become an annual registration person. Yep. She goes, I've been doing three months for my whole life and it's starting to get untenable. Mm. And I went, you're going to cross over? You're going to become an annual rego mm. person. I said, I don't know if you can do that. She goes, what do you mean? I said, I 
feel like you're either a three-monther or an annular. Yeah, 100%. And it's a personality type. Something, and it's nothing to do with uh, cars or anything some, like that. Well, this it's is the thing. You are. Something has to change, though, in your life for that to, Something to be able to. yeah. So I was always three months, always. Mm. So from all the way until I picked up a new bus, always, because I didn't know. Yeah. My thought was... I don't even know if this banged up 2003 Ford Courier is going to make three months. Yeah. Um, so I would always just do yeah. three months, three months, three months, three months. Yeah. And then that would do me. As soon as I got a bus, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, right, I can understand. This is brand new. I should mm. be able to get at least 12 months out of it. So I've done the rego. I'm the same, except it's not the car, it's me. I oh. don't know if I'm going to last the next three months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even buy green bananas. <laughs> I'd want to be prepped already. I don't know if I'll see these suckers out. Loz <laughs> hasn't planted a plant ever. No. I can't take care of a house plant. I might not be around. Oh, that's brilliant. So there's plenty of these circumstances. You're though, one Loz. or the other. There's well, two types of people in the world. There's the three-month rego. There's the annual rego. What have you got? Well, I'll stick on the car theory as well. There's yep. no difference to filling up your tank fully yep. or 25 bucks worth. Yeah, you're either a quick 25 yep. bucker yep. or you're a full tanker. Which I've never understood people. What are you? Oh, 100% full tank. I've yeah, of course you are. I've never understood. Like, it takes more time to roll in and then just do it. And you, you hop in, you hop out, you have to go pay. You just want it once, once a week, done. I can't really explain it, but there's something, it feels like you're cheating the system by paying less for fuel, even if you have to do it more often. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's like, uh, do you want to know the, the smallest amount I've ever put in? Oh, here we go. It was $3.50. Oh, my God. It was at the um, St. Agnes. It, at the time, it was a BP. I don't know what it is now. Right. Uh, Caltex, that's what it was. Right. It was $3.50 at the Caltex. And I went in. And I did have more money, but I just wanted to get the car home. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even think about the future. I just wanted to get it up the hill. Oh, no, this, this is how day-to-day day I live. This gives me anxiety. And I went in and I put $3.50 in and I went into the guy and he was like, How could you eyeball Do you someone? need to borrow 10 bucks? Mm. Like, are you okay? Problem with Loz is she also bought two Powerades for 8 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they get you with the deal. Yeah. Two pumps, why not? <laughs> That's it. Happy days. All right. So we've got the Just a the quick one on, one. The, on the fuel growing up though, Loz. Because <laughs> yeah. like, you always used to pay in cash, didn't we? You mm-hmm. know, like, and now it's it's basically Nuggets. a cashless society. Yeah. So we really struggling to get through uh, on apprentice wages. Mm. Used to put uh, maybe 50, say 50 bucks I had. I had a $50 note. Used to do fifty dollars and two cents. Yeah, just to get the extra two cents. Right, but it's you, such a risk because what oh, if you get three cents? Well, three cents, and, and then, then it rounds up to five, and I'm like, well, if I'm doing that, I'm rounding up to seven, <laughs> and then it'll drop back to five. Fifty and five, thanks. I get it. <laughs> I see the logic. Okay, so you've got okay. There's two kinds of people in the world. Yes, crunchy, smooth peanut butter. Yeah, that's fair. That's what fair. are you? No, always crunchy. I love crunchy, mm. and I like pulp too. Yeah, in my juice. Yeah, pulp. I like, I want to chew on my yeah, juice. I'm with you. And my uh, lovely wife, Charlie, pulp-free unit. Yeah. Okay. I hate it. She also can't have spice in any capacity. Nah, spice. Well, Charlie will not. Do you know the worst thing that gets the better of my lovely wife, uh, Tommy? Barbecue shapes. Barbecue shapes? She, she thinks they're spicy. Too hot. She thinks barbecue shapes. Mm. Yep. I don't think she knows what spice is. No. no Do you think she's right. confused it with, well, like... She's fine with chilli, but shapes yeah. is... <laughs> What was it? Toothpaste. You can't have certain toothpaste. Yeah, Colgate Extra or something. Oh. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, This one, weekly shop versus every night shop for dinner. Have a guess what I am. Oh, every night for sure. I'm popping in. Yeah. I'm popping in and getting a 
thing of cream and asparagus. Back in the day, uh, were you phone plan to pay the 29 bucks a month or prepaid? Oh, absolutely prepaid. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I was too. But you plan now. I'm on a plan now. Yep. I'm, I'm with Telstra now. Mm. And I haven't screwed it up yet. Yep. We're going all right. And this is the last one. When it's hot, like 41 degrees, which it was throughout Adelaide throughout the week, you always see that one numpty in trackies. Yeah. And everyone else is in shorts. I've got a brother-in-law who we haven't seen his legs <laughs> since the late 90s. We don't know if he's got them anymore. <laughs> Could just be some wooden sticks. Yeah. But he can't. It's like... Because he knows now that we all know he doesn't wear shorts. Yeah, the worst. So if he does, we're all going to be yeah. straight on him. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to study those calves. <laughs> You've got legs. And he's, you better believe they're going to be white too. Oh, that'd be that milky. He's out in the garden. His arms are brown. His head's brown. <laughs> those little milk bottles sticking out. So he just has it for the rest of his life. I don't even, I think he showers in jeans. <laughs> Lars and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Lars, it's coming out this week. There's been a study found that uh, one in four tight asses are in their friendship group. So your friendship oh, yeah. group, you've got 25% of them yeah. are tight asses. And I'll tell you what, I wish, I wish I was in that. Oh, my God, me too. I wish I had the ability to be a tight oh. ass. And it's all cool and you can stand on your high horse and go, oh, I'm not a tight ass and whatever. But, yeah. God, I'd give my left nut to be one. Well, yeah, you probably would give your left nut because you're so generous. Yeah, have my left nut. I am so jealous of tight asses. Oh. I hate them, first of all. I yes. mean, they're, they're, they're dicks. But um, I'm jealous because I wish I had the strength to... I'm a people pleaser. I know. I'm worried that people aren't going to like me if I'm not generous. And uh, I, I look at them and they go, I don't care. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I'm not spending my money on that. I'm, I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to have money in the bank and I'm going to have savings yeah. and I'm going to pay for my kids' college and all that crap. And I'm like, drinks on me. Please like me. So this is the thing with me, right? So I'm a, t- a tight ass in some areas. Mm-hmm. Like if I've got – if I need to walk 500 metres or pay $4 for an hour park, mm. I'm walking 500 easily. Okay. Okay? Yeah, I'm not yeah, – But then no. – but then when it hits the cans mm. and I'm out with the boys for the first round, I am guaranteed in the in the first two rounds, 100%. Yep. It's either yeah. me or the next one. Yep. And then you're not always going to get it back. You know that. But you're still ha- happy to part way yep. with bloody $64 for a round. I don't know. I, look, and I have this thing now where the thought of showing up anywhere empty-handed. Yeah. You just can't, what even about, if it's just a pop-in. What about – I know, right? What about kids' birthdays? Oh, that my go to? God. Oh, May, I, look, I don't have children, no, so neither. they're not paying me back by buying my kids gifts or something like that. And sometimes there is that sort of equilibrium like, well, we bought them a present for <laughs> yeah. their son, but they come to our thing. Yeah. I'm just this childless person That's right. who's spending, and I'm not shitting you, yeah. thousands of dollars 100%. a year on people's children <laughs> I know. who are not my children. Isn't it crazy? And I tell you, like, just say, you know, if you want to have kids in a couple of years' time or mm. whatever happens, you, you're hoping you get that back, but there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. And because, you know, it won't happen. No, because they've got some self <laughs> Respect. You having kids, that is. <laughs> there it is. How far into the show are we? Ten minutes? My womb has been shamed. Do you want to just tie my tubes? Go on, just, just do it. Do it. <laughs> Let's just snip it off and just get it done. Could be a good social bit. <laughs> oh, the things we do. Laws and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Schnitzel. <laughs> Nine. The Loz and Tomo podcast. So, Tomo, I was having a little listen on the weekend to your other show. Dead Set Legends. Dead Set Legends. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, you were doing a very serious chat. It was mm. about the storms over in New Zealand. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was yeah. semi-serious. Yes, it was. It was a serious chat, and mm. you had a, a gentleman on, and and he was detailing the just the catastrophe of what's going on and how hardly it's affecting everyone. And I think you're talking about Rusty over there, who was actually there live, was yes. Yep. Well, there you go. Yep. That's uh, I didn't get his name. Oh. wasn't paying that close attention. He's on every week on the show. Well, I mean. <laughs> I don't tune in every week. Don't do download it. the pod, mate. Nah, it's not. It's not in my top five. No. Um, anyway, I got some audio of just what I think is some of your silkiest radio work in the history. I mean, it's it's exquisite. Let's have a little listen. The devastation is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. We um, we spoke to friends last night whose house has basically, um, it's still standing, but at one point the water was above the roof line and the chimney Horrible. was like a periscope. I mean, it's just uh, soul-destroying for those people. So, yeah, we're, we're, um, we're feeling very fortunate but thinking of those people that have been hit hard by this. Mm, yeah, it's been a race against time, but the new supercars have been hitting the track ahead of round one on the 10th of March in Newcastle. Is that right, Rust? I've just run over the top. Haven't you seen what's happened here in the Riverland, mate? That's a bloody drop in the water stuff. That's easy. I'm sorry what you're going through, but the supercars, I mean, this is what we're now going to start calling you. I mean, you are. It's just broadcasting talent, isn't it? Smooth as the bonnet of a Porsche, yeah, my 100%. friend. And, like, you've never made a mistake, have you? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's have a listen to something <laughs> that I heard throughout the week. All you have to do is purchase a ticket in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery, uh, and you're joining the fight to cure, um, seriously, um, some, some medical stuff going on in our state. So... <laughs> Silk pillowcases doing a show. 100%. Have you heard Lost in Time Out lately? $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Lost in This could be a podcast. Now, I can't believe this was. Mm. What's the name of the show? The Lost in podcast. Yeah, that's it. And our young uh, producer wants to jump on board. Tommy Basso, hello, mate. Listen to this feedback. Every time I get on the mic, it's this sort of behaviour. There's only one Tomo in this room. That's exactly. true. And it's, it's you, Tom Basso. <laughs> <laughs> it's an intimidation sort of thing, I think. Now, Tommy, um, you actually said something which you wanted to bring to the table, and I found this hilarious, mate. And Loz has no idea what this is. I've requested that I find out fresh like everyone, like, okay. yep. fr- like as the listeners would. That's it. Well, yep. you're, you're one of the few people in the company who are unaware of this, actually. Really? Now, there was a bit of an incident on email yesterday. Now, I do a segment called the Highlight Tapes on the Rush Hour. Yes. I'm sure you're both aware of it. It's very popular. Oh, segment. yeah, well, I'm across that. Yeah, no, it's killing it, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> very, very popular. <laughs> what uh, is it, was it called? The Highlight Tapes. Yeah. So the Rush Hour is obviously the afternoon show here yep. at, at Triple M. And when we're talking company... Bernie, Bluey and Jazz. That's it. When we're talking company, we're talking Southern Cross Austereo. That's it. This You've, is like, national, whole... national media organized juggernaut, isn't it? So it's it, really? not... People just think that the company's Triple M, but no, they're no. involved in that. Is SAFM. There's so many yeah. different... Network, that's oh, it. Oh, TV. Oh, it's it's huge. It's a juggernaut, isn't JB it? That's it. JB and Billy. That's, that's it. it. All those people. Yep. yep. So Tanya was... and Steve, they're killing it. Yep. Are they just... Your mates? Just a, no, made a, made a breakfast show up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tanya and Steve. <laughs> they sound like a couple that you'd go to a barbecue with, don't you? <laughs> Tanya 
Tanyan's Jean. Yes. How are you? Steve's got the snags, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And Tanya's hoeing <laughs> into the rosé. <laughs> she brought a coleslaw from Coles. <laughs> Put it in a bowl to make it look like it was hers. So anyway, I was meant to send an email to one person, Loss. Okay, who was Belinda, that Belinda, our production uh, yeah. audio producer on the yeah. rosé. That's right? it. Yeah, yeah. She builds the highlight tapes. Yes. Um, so I wrote a very nice script, very sharp, hilarious sort of stuff. Don't know about that. Um, and all the grabs. I just send it off to her, right? Yeah. Just an email I do every Wednesday. Yeah. And I accidentally, <laughs> oh no, I put on the email that I send my show rundown, the show rundown to, which is oh. all the producers from, S- from SCA, the whole news, every the national news network. <laughs> um, everyone, Eddie Maguire got yeah. it. Hundreds and hundreds of people get this email. That was just, yeah. So I had a butt can, rose. Can you just imagine, like, opening up your phone? You're a, you're a bloody a news director in Gosford. Yeah. And you open it up. Oh, email from Tom Bat. This must be the rundown again. Highlight tapes. <gasps> Andrew Jarman swims naked. Or <laughs> there was in, written in this email. I'll give you one of the phrases. Is uh, thrusting at the vending machine. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Why is it? I know exactly what. Like, it shouldn't be embarrassing. It's just no, whatever. It what rooting a vending machine? No, obviously that. <laughs> but sending everyone what you think is the best bits of the show. Oh. Like, it's like they're all going. Oh. oh, you think that's funny, do you? Oh, oh your little show has a little thrusting oh. in the vending machine <laughs> now, segment. How does this work? So emails have been, and this. Uh, I want to talk about emails every single week. You do. They are seriously. They're expanding. You can. React, emoji react. I hate it. To an email. Yeah. But you can't send one and then go, oh, whoops, that's the wrong person. Oh, whoops, I made a spelling mistake there. Unsend. How the hell are we not capable of doing that in 2023? Millennials and Gen Z have carte blanche on the whole bloody, um, all the social media and stuff, right? But emails are where boomers are king. Okay. Yeah. They're king of emails. They're booming us. They're booming us left, right, and center. I know. They're CCing. They're BCCing. They're forwarding with Ca- attachments. Calendar invites. The other day, mate, <laughs> I went to send an email to myself, okay, yeah. with an attachment. Oh, my God. I got home. Not only had I not attached the file, I hadn't put even a subject in it. It was literally just an oh. empty email <laughs> to myself. The worst. I can't do it. I I'm you, so bad at it. I got a good one, a good story of Loz, actually, in terms mm. of the email. This only happened maybe six, eight weeks ago. Oh, God. We did a, uh, a little stint together at Australian Radio School and as a guest speaker, oh. and we were lucky enough to get fixed up for it, right? Oh, very nice. So on the email... Well, did I on the email for that was three of us. So I, I was CC'd in it and so was Loz and the bloke, Sean Craig Murphy, who sent it the off. The icon. Oh, the icon. Yeah. That's it. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. I'm telling you, we finished that session at about <laughs> nine o'clock. I checked my email from work to see if anything happened in that period. 903, new email. Boom. Laura O'Callaghan just sent to me, hey, mate, here's my BSB and account number. <laughs> no, I meant to say that, send that to you. To me. Payback for all the years I've been carrying you. <laughs> <laughs> Ten grand, thanks. Laws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. Triplands, Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. My friend has a very chatty, very sharp four-year-old mm. who, you know those ones that sort of, they they speak really clearly and yep. it almost feels like they're aliens or something. Mm. Like they see the truth. Oh, 100%. And yeah. they tell the truth. And you know, and you can see their mind ticking over. Yeah. Yep. And you see, I think she's everywhere they go, she's scared of what this kid's oh, going to say because it's worst. just so sharp mm. and so blunt. Yep. 
Anyway, rookie mistake by my friend because they went, they were in the kindy pickup area. Oh, yeah. And one of the other mums came over and. Not the kiss and drop zone, was it, mate? Yeah, it was the kiss and drop. <laughs> and the mum was talking to the other mum and she'd had a Tupperware thing or some shit, I don't know. Yep. You know, stuff mums do. Yep. And uh, so that sort of simplifies what yeah, mums do. Yeah, it does do. actually, yeah. That's what mums my mum does. Yeah, she looked after three kids and has Tupperware shit. <laughs> Looked after my three grown men, most, yeah. My mum is one of the most mm. um, complex, wonderful women in the world. Mm. I'm not going to boil it down to Tupperware stuff. No, but well, let's that's, face it, that's how it sounded. Dads aren't having Tupperware parties, no, are they? No, that's true, exactly. <laughs> it's just not happening. No, 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 it's good call. So she couldn't go. My friend couldn't go to this thing and uh, she said to her, oh, sorry, Tanya, whatever her name was, sorry I couldn't come to your Tupperware party. We had family stuff on all day. Just a lie. Yeah, a blatant. We all do it. Oh, you, uh, if you're not lying 14 to 15 times a day, <laughs> you're, not a you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanya may well have known that that was a lie. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. that's not important. They both pretended no, in that moment. You both know it's a lie. Yeah, but yeah. you just pretend you just like pretend it's true because it's easier just, that way. And it just, you know, it, yeah. it fuels the demons upstairs, yeah. but that's all right. That was before she had Violet. Yeah, that, that's okay? right, yeah. That yeah. was that was life before she had this child. That's she right. could lie and say things. Yeah. Now she says, "Sorry, Tanya, I couldn't come. We had family stuff on all day." Violet goes, "No, you didn't. You were hungover." Oh. Mum, you said you didn't want to go. She says, "Shush, darling. That was another day. No, it was Saturday. I remember. Oh God. I remember the weather. Oh." And uh, then she had to just stand there and sort of, and Tanya goes, oh, that's okay, you know, we all, you know. Like the judgment in yeah. that as well. You've got two kids, why are you drinking? Da-da-da-da-da. Also, I think there may be a drinking problem if the four-year-old knows what hungover is. <laughs> yeah, not untrue. But the thing is, is now Tanya gets to judge my friend, even though yeah. Tanya's definitely done the same thing. But nobody knows about that because her kid's too dumb. Yeah. <laughs> To even pick up on this sort of stuff. So she just sort of sits there and like, you know, twiddles her thumbs, plays with her Duplo. Little Violet's off here doing maths equations. Call it, she's on WikiLeaks. She's Jillian, she's the Jillian Assange of this kindy, just revealing the truth. And you know what happened to him? He got silent. So Violet better be very careful. Laws and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the vein schnitzel. Nice. The Laws and Tomo podcast. Now, Lozzie, uh, yeah. having a bit of a listen throughout the week to, to breakfast, Rue Dits and Loz, uh, number one breakfast show in Adelaide, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, if you don't mind saying. And uh, I heard this, which was hilarious. And I actually heard it at the time. would have been five, six years ago when Blakey used to be involved in at the breakfast show. At home with show. the Rusciutos. Hilarious. And isn't it crazy? Because so many people messaged in about that. Yep. I remember those segments too. Oh, mate. I, w- I don't think I was probably even listening heaps to Triple M at the time because mm. I was like, you know probably working at another radio station, but I still remember yeah. those bits. Oh, 100%. They're so good. Oh, yeah, they, they were brilliant. I remember hearing it at the time, and he was he's a star, and still is a star. He's so still funny. involved in the industry. He is brilliant. And uh, he used to do this segment, yeah, at home with the Rusciutos, and this time he's taking off Rue and uh, Sophie, bringing home a boy for the first very time. No fun, mate, and I'm just bloody hard looking after him. At home. With the Ricciutos. Uh-oh. Here they come. Hey, Rocco. Hey, what have you missing? Number one. Oh, what's his name? 
Sophie. <laughs> oh, that's a girl. Where is she? <laughs> What's so funny? She's playing with her friend, love. Oh, what's her name? What? <laughs> I want to see this kid right now. Oh, Hello, Daddy. This is my friend. Listen to me, son. If you want to date my daughter, I need to know what your intentions are. You understand? Yes. What do you think of the oppression of women in countries like Saudi Arabia? I don't know. So what are your intentions with my daughter? Um, play. Play what? <laughs> um iPad games? Well, whatever you do, my daughter needs to be treated with respect, you understand? Yes. You heard her and I'll come looking for you, you understand? Yes. They're eight years old, girl. <laughs> no, but the bloke's a bloke and I don't trust any of them. Not that they're like it used to be one. Okay. Now listen to me, Sonny. You listening? Yes. Yes what? Yes, Rue. Mr. Richudo. <laughs> yes, Mr. Richudo. Where do you live? Burnside. Burnside. Yes, Mr. Ricciuto. What does your father do? He's the chief executive officer of the Excelsior Diamond Mine in Western Australia. And he's on the board of the Com- Commonwealth Bank. Mate, why didn't you say so? Sorry, Mr. Ricciuto. Ah, call me Mark, buddy. You want to go and have a kick of the footy? Yes, Mr. Ricciuto. Ah, call me Rue. Yes, Rue. Get to know each other and the women can get in the kitchen and cook us some. Oh, absolutely brilliant. And I was in tears at the time and in tears when uh, the the replay happened this week. So what I want to do here, Loz, and uh, I need your help a little bit, but <clears throat> mm-hmm. just imagine the first. So I want to talk top five AFL footballers that would be scary. The first knock on the door. Oh, as the when they open law. up, as yeah. the uh, you're the father-in-law. Yeah, okay. okay yeah. So Rupert's in there, hundred percent. Yeah, it's interesting because when you meet him, he's actually a really friendly man, and he's bloody. You know, I work next from every morning. Yeah. I'm not intimidated really anymore at all, but. That first meeting with Mike Crescuto, because yeah. he's so tall, he's got such a reputation, yeah. and if you ever watched him play football, oh. he just destroyed. Well, have a look at Dean Kemp, the poor oh. bastard. He's never been the same. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm talking first knock on the door. Like, yeah. Rupert, a yeah. couple of years in, you, up the river would just be superb yeah, as a father-in-law. Yeah, the best da- dad-in-law, but that I'm, first knock, you'd be packing The first one. Okay, so he's in there. The next one, I reckon, that's in there, mm. Tony Lockett. Oh, agreed. He is a brutal bastard. There's something... I've always had a real uh, Jones for Tony Lockett. But yeah, you have, haven't you? crush on him. Yeah. And when I was young and he was in playing for the Swans, mm-hmm. there was something really attractive about that mullet and this sort of big, beefy, I don't know. Well, you love watching the moment, the 1,300 goals. I watch you? it often. Unbelievable. I tell you, there's another video to watch as well if you want. Uh, Tony Lockett throwing crutches at Eddie yeah. Maguire. It's unreal. At the hospital. It is brilliant. That's another. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Is Lee Matthews. Lethal. Oh, yeah. This Terrifying. guy was brutal. Yeah, you're not... That that poor 15-year-old knocking on the door. Hello, Mr. Matthews. Oh, my God. Like, seriously. Shitting his pants. How can he got done? He was in court over something that happened over a... F- yeah, that's true, isn't it, Tommy? Only one 
to get charged with assault yeah. for an incident in the footy field. Yeah, that's it. The cops knocked on the door. Neville Bruns. Yep. yep, that's it. It is interesting that people can punch on on the field mm. and it's dealt with in a tribunal yeah. as opposed to like yes. it's witnessed by millions of people but that's no one true. grasses to the cops. Yeah, imagine if that happened on <laughs> Hindley Street. Just yeah. go, can you take me to the tribunal? Yeah, Surely. Yeah. The MRO, what are <laughs> yeah. they saying? Mate, it didn't happen on the field. Uh, speaking of throwing punches, uh, Barry Hall, if you don't mind. Two at the moment as Hall off the ball. Hall's, oh, Barry Hall! has whacked behind play. That is ridiculous, Barry Hall. He has smacked Staker in the head and he will be reported. Oh, it was a shocker. Well, he's let himself down completely there, Barry Hall. That's when the Swans were playing the uh, West Coast Eagles. Knocked out Brent Staker cold. I thought that was audio of his daughter's first date with <laughs> the boyfriend. Okay, so I've got four. I've got one that is a, he's a new dad, okay? Right. So... I follow Sam Palpepper on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And he's actually, he's an incredible player. Yes. And you're a port man, Tommy. Yeah, love him. And he, But he's an intimidating cat. Oh, it's yeah. the shaved head. Mm. He's tall. He's got those sort of like strong eyes. Um, and he's just had a baby girl. Yeah. And him with this little girl. No, I've heard him speak about his family as well. It's actually very, very good. It's very yeah. moving, right? Mm. But I'm looking at, he's got this incredible bond with this mm. child and he loves her so much. Sam Power Pepper, I love And that. I just feel like when she's 16, it's going to be terrifying. Yep. Whoever comes home and wants to go on a date with her, that's going to be absolutely terrifying. Where does Bernie Vince come into it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's a bit too jolly to be intimidating, isn't he? Hey, mate, how you going? Oh, yeah, you want to go out with Livy? Oh, okay. Yeah, nah, she's a good girl. <laughs> you just bring him around a six-pack of Carlton yeah. Grass and you win Burnover, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen yeah. to the show? Yeah, yeah you listen. Oh, great, mate. Now, let me get you. It's called Mosh. I see a little bit of thinning in the back. That's it. I'll sort you out, mate. Bit of Kogan? Yeah. <laughs> $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Now, Loz, mm. vaping has come to my attention that I want to talk about this week on the pod. It is rampant. Yep. I have. Fr- this is really upsetting. I have friends who fully quit smoking a few years ago. Okay. Like, off yep. smoking. And they've started vaping. No, I don't understand it. So They've taken it up. I feel like vaping three years ago when it was... I feel like it's about three years old, isn't it? What do you reckon? Uh, maybe five. Yeah, five maybe in society. I feel yeah. like everyone was like, okay, this is fine. I'm yeah. not smoking. I'm vaping. It's fine. It's a good look. I feel like they would have let it in schools years ago, Loz. Yeah. But right now, it's a clamp down. It's like, no vaping. Did it, did it. I've got teachers that are suspending kids all the time. Mm. Uh, teacher mates, sorry, that are suspending kids all the time. For the vape. Everyone's into the vape. What? It's so troubling because it's it's highly You addictive. look like a dick. You look like a dick and it doesn't have the negativity of like a cigarette. Yeah. Like if I have a cigarette, I feel nauseous. Mm-hmm. I stink. Mm. And I have to go outside That's in a right. private little corner to do it. Yes. And it's shameful. I hate right? it. Right? <laughs> Whereas vaping, people can do it in their cars. I they know. can do it in the toilet. Yeah. People are doing it at work in the toilet. It's too easy. So, I've, I went into the bathrooms and I smelled fairy floss the no. other day and I thought, someone is vaping in here. Mm. That's not on, mate. Um, anyway, so I was walking down here at, at Triple M and then you down the bottom there near the car park and... I saw someone vaping. Um, as you do. As I do, which is fine. Everyone's having a smoke. That's the smoker's area. He's down mm. there having a vape. The issue with him is he was 58. <laughs> like, mate, you, you you've, either, you've either picked up vaping, which is yeah. a big no-no, or 
you've gone through 35 years on the Winnie Reds, mate, and you're looking as fit as a bloody Mally Bull. Get back on them. Don't don't suffice into the vape. Like, what's your issue? You know what I mean? He's just a cold-blooded, white-collar man that's sucking back a carton of piss a week and that was on. The winnies, yeah. and he's just like, nah, I'm no chance. Switch I'm getting- into the vape. It's just unacceptable. What's he going to skateboard home? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Shark tooth necklace. Yeah. Backwards cap. <laughs> I just think it's not. A- what is your name, Tyler? In saying that, though, mm. I don't mind the vape on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> I have had one before, Lus. The, look, My wedding night, I was cracking into the vape. Were you? Yeah, on the dance floor. <gasps> mm. What flavor? Uh, I think it was blueberry. Yeah. Mm. Did it have the nicotine in it? Yeah. Or was it just a, a novelty one? Oh, I've got no idea. No, is oh. there different ones? Yeah, so you can get nicotine-free. It's just a puff of fresh air. It's just mm. a fairy floss-flavoured air. Right. And then what it is is it's designed to get kids addicted so that then they start using the nicotine ones. Yeah. It's a sick industry. It's twisted. You seem to know a lot about it. Oh, yeah, I've got shares. <laughs> shares in vapes. Laws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. Now, Loz, mm-hmm. I was sussing the Instagram this week and I've seen brand new wheels, mate. You must be pumped for that. Yes. So the fine people at Suzuki in the city yep. have given me a Vitara oh, to drive around. How good's that? And I don't know what to do with myself. I'm besides myself. Yep. Besides? <laughs> Beside oh, myself. One or the other, mate. They both work. <laughs> Throw them the S wherever you want. I'm on either side of myself. <laughs> it works for Tabitha's head, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> she felt he felt by the thought. Anyway, how Same is it? Uh, it's heaven. Yeah. I don't even know what, like, it's like driving a cloud. Yes. And the sound system actually works mm. and the indicators work and the aircon works and everything works. It doesn't just work. It works better than anything I've ever used before. So I'm just, I can't believe it. Once you hop into a new bus, it's tough to go back 100%. Yeah, look, I don't, the thought of going back to the RAV. I mean, I used to say, oh, I'd happily drive that RAV till I die. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather die than drive the RAV. 100%, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully One, not in the RAV. No, well, it was a real risk <laughs> towards the end. No, but this is the thing. Once you do hop in a new bus and it's... It's extraordinary. You become accustomed. You do, mate. You do. It's you like, become bougie oh, immediately. This has got power windows. How yeah, nice. Yeah. Now, oh, for years, I drove around the 2003 banged up Ford Courier. I still sometimes hear that sentence yeah. in my head, 2003 banged up Ford Courier. 100%. So I understand it. The thing is that I wanted to bring up, and to, I'm just worried for Suzuki in the city here, Loz, because I just wanted to bring up three moments in the time that I've known you about you travelling on a motor ve- vehicle, if that's all right. On a motor vehicle or in one? Well, it's it's a little bit of both. You'd want to get everything right, mate, if you come in for me. I want to bring up the top three moments that I've known you over the past six or seven years with wheels. Okay. And when I say on a motor vehicle, I want to start with the scooter. <laughs> Yes. You remember? This is when I came on. <laughs> this is when you were running late. <laughs> Tommy, we were about to start on air on radio at 6 o'clock. It gets to 6.05. I see Loz sprint in the studio, her hair everywhere. Oh, and there I am because it would have been the fourth time she was late that week. And I'm oh. like, Loz, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I fell off an e-scooter. <laughs> She had a bruise the size of a Sharon on the hip. Oh, no, look at that. Isn't it extraordinary? I hit the curb 
at a speed like faster than the scooter goes. Let's just put it that way. The, uh, yeah, I flew right <laughs> off. She goes, oh, someone's someone's made a malfunction on this, and they've really sped it up. It goes up to about thirty two k's an hour. <laughs> it had been it had been hot box. <laughs> someone, They'd taken the limit off. Someone's grabbed an e scooter, put it into their garage at Unley, <laughs> and really juiced it up. It was a juiced up e-scooter. I'm not kidding. I went past a guy who was a homeless gentleman at five in the morning and he went, holy hell. Great wheels. <laughs> I'm going to get me one of those. <laughs> Meals on wheels. <laughs> All right, what are the other okay, ones? Okay, number two. Oh, here we now, go. Now, this was a beauty. Okay. Gamaraka Medieval Fair. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Going up the Gamaraka Medieval Fair on Northeast Road. It was Paynham Road, dickhead. Paynham Road, I apologise. Runs out of fuel, dressed as Professor Quirrell. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was dressed. I had... It was, medieval, it was a medieval fair and I had a wizard's cape on and a, me- a purple medieval dress and a sort of uh, hat thing on my head. And, uh, yeah, I ran out of fuel and I'm trying to push it off the road alone. No one helped. Peak hour traffic on a Saturday. And this ute goes by and I think, oh, here we go, a couple of young lads, they'll give me a hand. And one of them rolled down the window and just goes, just use your magic, Dumbledore. <laughs> Which is extraordinary, isn't it? Anyway, um, part of that story as well, it's 28 k's from northeast rise to Gamaraka, so, mm. like, you wouldn't have even... You were nowhere near getting there, Loz. A girl can dream. <laughs> and the final one, and this is my absolute favourite yeah. of Loz on uh, moving or in moving sort of vehicles. Mm. But the spare tyre incident <laughs> in that little Hyundai Loz where she got a flatty tummy... <laughs> And she she changed it over to the, to the emergency, <laughs> not just a spare tire, emergency spare tire, and this thing was bright yellow. Okay, oh, and it no. says on the instructions on it, oh, do no. not go over sixty km per hour and drive this to your local tire place. Okay, it yeah. says that on the tire. It's like. Don't use for more than a day, essentially. Yep. yep. Emergency. You called it, what did you call it, Tomo? The fruit tingle. <laughs> it looked like a fruit tingle was on the Hyundai. Anyway, that happened in April. Oh. Loz. Loz was driving around on the fruit tingle in October. Oh. <laughs> I'm seeing Insta story. She's at Victor Harbour. Cut across to Stansbury, Ardrossan. Did you disclose this to the good people at Suzuki, your Listen. history? Or not? That was before I was on the right medication. <laughs> and that sounds like a joke, but it's very serious. I am much better now. All I can say is Suzuki, you're in for a hell of a ride. Hey. <laughs> Triple M's Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast.